Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. This is your host with the most, John Hunter. This is LA Confidential, episode eight. We are back. Thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, as you know, we have a lot to talk about, a good little bit. Um, two and two on the week for the Lakers, and we continue to be without LeBron James and Rajon Rondo, and the struggles continue. Struggles continue, guys. We are going to go about our normal formula like we always do. Uh, we're going to go over these games the past week, uh, some ups and downs. Uh, and we're going to go over uh, a little bit about what the team's um, uh, facing. Maybe maybe kind of break down what the problems are and maybe talk about some some solutions. So uh, let's, let's kind of jump right into it, okay, guys? So Lakers right now, we're still sitting at eight. Same thing as we talked about last week. But we're 23 and 21 right now. Um, Actually tied with the Jazz at twenty three and twenty one. We're tied for eighth, but we have uh, we're over them because of a tiebreaker. Um, it's bad because you know Sacramento's right there twenty two and twenty one. It's close. Um, it's close. Uh, it's still close. League seven games out of first, seven games behind first, which is the Denver Nuggets right now. Um, but again, it's not looking well. Let's. Let's kind of jump into the games and see what we saw this week. Because as you saw last week, I kind of gave it to uh, uh, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo. I was not happy with them. Um, but, you know, it's like it's funny because it's like they heard me uh, right before the game uh, on Monday. Uh, Lakers-Mavericks. Lakers-Mavericks. We uh, Lakers uh, uh, going to go play uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. And we came out with the W. I loved it. Uh, 107-97. And let me tell you something. It is like Lonzo and Ingram heard me because they said before the game, they said that Ingram and Lonzo had talked to each other and challenged themselves to play better, and they really did. Um, we we took it to him. Brandon Ingram led us led the way. I uh, really took over. Honestly, it was I, I love what I saw from him. This is what I wish I can see this every game from Brandon Ingram. Twenty nine points, six assists, three rebounds. Uh, he shot he shot fifty seven percent. Looked great. I loved it. Um, Lonzo Ball twenty one five and seven. Love that. Loved it. He got two he had two steals. Uh Ingram also had two steals. Uh love to see it. Um we had 14, 6, and 12 from Josh Hart. That's 12 rebounds. Again, Josh Hart with that, that super rebounding. Um, you know, he shot one for five from downtown, but it's okay. Um, I love the work he put in. Uh, we got 13 from Beasley. I like to see that. It's Kuz's first game back. And you can tell, you can tell because who Kuz shot horrendously, four for 20. Um, he had 13 points, five rebounds, three assists. Um, it's okay. It's good to have him back, just because you know the threat of Kuz taking shots really opened up the really opened up the floor for a lot of people. Javale gave us eight and ten. Um, loved love what I saw offensively. He looked great. It was the ball was moving great. Um, everything about it, the whole game. Uh, let's. I mean, looking at the Mavericks, I mean, it, it, Doncic. You know, again, I called him super rookie, 27 and eight. On us. After that, though, the thing I liked it was defensively held team under 100 points. After Doncic's 27, the next highest scorer, we had three players with 11 points: JJ Barrera, Harrison Barnes, and Dennis Smith Jr. Each had 11 apiece. Um, and Harrison Barnes didn't shoot well. JJ Barrera didn't shoot well. Dennis Smith shot 50, percent four for eight. Um, it's crazy. DeAndre pulled down 19 rebounds on his 10 and 19. He had a good game, um, but we handled him. It looked good. It was like they heard me on the last show. They like to step up. So, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up, but uh, we'll take this W where we can, right? So let's go ahead and move on to the next game, okay? Which, again, uh, I talked about it last week. 
uh, I said when we played the when we were, look, we were doing the look ahead at the end of the show last week. I said when we play the Pistons, um, you have to just kind of our big men have to show up, and somebody's going to have to neutralize Andre Drummond. Um, but uh, it, you know, Drummond of course is going to grab rebounds regardless. But Drummond pulled down sixteen boards, but he shot two for twelve, six points. We beat the Pistons one thirteen to one hundred. Uh, Blake Griffin had sixteen and six. He had he's been playing really well. Didn't play well against us. Like uh, Galwell had I mean he had fifteen. Uh, Reggie Jackson had fifteen. Uh, Reggie Bullock had thirteen. Luke Kennard were twelve and five. Um, you know they had five players in double figures, but we held them down. Beat them by thirteen. Double digit win. I'll take that all day. And this came because of an offensive explosion from Kyle Kuzma. I took that bad shooting game, threw it away. Kuzma came up with a career-high 41 points. He shot 16 for 24. That's 66% from the field, 5 for 10 from downtown. He was feeling it. If you're watching that game, Kuzma getting hit on threes. Like he, You can tell at a point Kuz was just letting it fly. He was feeling it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Kuz just went to full, just, he went He went unconscious and to full scoring. I loved seeing it. Be, Michael Beasley, our second-leading scorer, giving us 19 and 4. Uh, loved it from Beasley. KCP 15, 4, and 6. Zubak gave us 11 and 9. Um, Ingram and Lonzo were a little, were, you know, they were okay today, were a little quiet. I mean, Ingram at 10, 6, and 9. He did some other things, got some assists, got some boards. Um, that's fine. He shot 4 for 10. It's not great, but I'll take it. JaVale 10 and 5. Um, Lonzo only had 5 points, just 2 for 6, but he played 11 assists. Let me tell you something 11 assists and 5 rebounds. Because of the. The way Lonzo, and I'll give it to him, his shooting wasn't great, but this game, Lonzo was, the, his passing was literally like an art form. And I'm praising him for that because I'm coming for them in a little, I'm coming for them later this show again. So I know it sounds like praise right now, but I want to start you guys off with a positive note because um, the week just took a downfall from here as we move into the next game. And I talked about this one because I said the Jazz were right behind us. I did not want to lose to the Jazz, and we lost to the Jazz. 113-95, they handled us. This one was bad. I don't I don't know what happened this game. It was like it was like our, our, the guys disappeared. Um, they were all over us. Jazz were even I mean, missing some people. I mean, but I mean, Donovan Mitchell put it on us. He had 33-9-4. He shot four for five from downtown. He was just spraying us. Uh, Royce O'Neal. Had 17 and 7 on us. Derek Favors had double double 15 and 13. Joe Ingles, 14 and 12. He had five threes on us. Rudy Gobert pulled down 18 boards on us. They had three guys who had 12 plus boards on us. Um, out rebounded. It was bad, honestly. Like two blue block, two blocks and two steals from Gobert as well. They just they really came to play, and we did not. When when my, Michael Ble- Michael Beasley led the way on against uh you know for us. Was 17 points. That was a leading score with 17 points. It was Michael Beasley. And he shot six for 15 from the floor. Like, what? I don't know what happened here. Brandon Ingram shot, you know, he shot okay, six for 11. He's five, he's 15 and 15 and five. It's, I mean, not enough. Um, KCP had 12. Kuzma had 11 and eight, and he shot horrifically. He shot four for 18. That was, and didn't hit a three, 0 for five. Zubak had 10 and five. I mean, after that, Lonzo had seven, six, and seven, but he shot three for thirteen. I mean, I guess I should be happy Lonzo's taking shots now, but three for thirteen, not gonna get it done. One for five, Josh Hart only had six and five. He wasn't really a factor. Uh, Jazz completely just outplayed. There's not much to talk about in this game because I really want to 
I really want to get into what happened in the next one. And I know this is the main one that people are talking about this week. And it's kind of just, oh, it's hard to see. And last night, we played the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the Cleveland Cavaliers are just probably arguably the worst team in the NBA with the worst record in the NBA and like um, it's like nine and thirty five if I remember correctly. Um, it's it's tough because we we end up losing to the Cavaliers one on one ninety five and I was watching this game and it came a point and we we were it was like tied at a point and they went on like a ten run it was just we'll get to that we'll get to that they just I don't one on one ninety five against Cavs over Lakers at home we were at home. You know, Jetty Osman, 20 points, 8 rebounds. Rodney Hood had 18, 3, and 3. Alec Burks had 17 points and put on 13 boards. Colin Sexton, their rookie, at 17, 3, and 3. Tristan Thompson, another double-double, 15 and 14 on us. And they had all five starters and double figures. And then, I mean, they just outplayed us. It was bad. Again, it was, you know, Kyle Kuzma, 29. He he gave us, even despite, despite our three young stars, Actually, all playing pretty decently, you know. We got the loss. Kyle Kuzma twenty nine four and nine. I mean, Brandon Ingram twenty two two and seven. You know, they both shot decently. Kuzma was about forty eight percent. Ingram shot fifty seven percent. Lonzo did not shoot well, but he had he put some good stats up. He had thirteen eight and eight, so he's doing some good things out there. I mean, after that, you know, Josh Hart at nine and five. Um, Eight points from Beasley. It's about it. It was just kind of a lackluster effort. I didn't, I, and I really didn't like what I saw from this. Um, this game was just kind of ugly. They, again, one of the things seen, they got out early on us and we had to fight back and make the game respectable. We had some chances to win, miss a lot of open shots in this game, um, miss a lot of free throws. Um, I'm going to do something a little different because when we come back, I'm really going to break down this game, this game in particular, because it's kind of the theme of what we've been going through. Um, we're going to talk about like really everything that went wrong and how, how absurd us losing this game was. Okay. This one, this one kind of stuck with me. We're going to talk about it when we get back. All right, guys, welcome back. Okay. Like I said before, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, this Cavs game, as it has been the theme of what we've been through without LeBron James. Because uh, before we get into anything, Lakers Lakers are three and seven now without LeBron. Last ten games, we are three and seven. Um, and I know we're better than that. And I, I don't know what the problem is because let's if we take a look at this Cavs game. And as many know me, I'm not I'm not a huge numbers guy. What I mean by what I mean by that is that I don't just I don't completely ignore the numbers because numbers are important. Uh, they don't tell the full story, but sometimes they're important when you need to kind of look and back and see what went wrong in maybe a specific game. This, for instance, let's let's take a look because this 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 game against the Cavs was 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 pitiful, and I don't think some people I don't think people really understand like how pitiful it was. As I said, now despite despite our young trio having decent games each. Oh, the numbers were okay. Numbers don't numbers don't mean anything if your efficiency is is, is garbage. Numbers without efficiency is just inflated stats. And without that, you can't get W's. Okay, let's let's talk about this for a second because let's talk about how the team shot. 
the team shot 39.6% from the field, okay? That includes 77, I'm sorry, not 17, 7 of 34 from three-point range. 7 of 34. And the thing that the thing that killed me the most, which I've just seen, and honestly it's the past two seasons, I've seen, and it kills me, and I hate to see it. We shot 16 of 27 from the free throw line at home. That's that's horrendous. That's 59% as a team. 16 of 27. I mean, think about it. 16 of 27. Free throw line. We lost by six. We lost by six points. Like, that's insane. You can't shoot. We can't, we can't go see. We, like, you can't miss that many free throws. Like, it's, it changes the whole tide of the game. So overall, I'm talking about from the field, from the three-point line, and from the free throw line, you shot horribly. And you can't expect to win with that. I mean, let's talk about the Cavs right now because I'm, I'm not trying to rag on the Cavs because they beat us. So, I mean, there was a point. I think it was a little bit over seven and a half minutes left in the game. Lakers only had 74 points on the board. Where's the offense? Where's everybody? Where's they only had 74 points. The Cavs, they're the, they're the worst record in the NBA. Not only that, they're the worst on the road. The thing that makes it worse is that we helped them snap a losing streak. Not, we helped them snap a losing streak. So they weren't hot at the time. They played us at home. They 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 had lost twelve straight before that. What what happened tonight? And we're talking about a team. We can't we can't get offense. We had we had ninety five points, but you know barely. You know we had ninety five, but at the same time the Cavs have the worst defensive rating in the league. You know that's you know by far that's a crazy part. It's not like oh someone's close. No, they have the worst defensive rating in the league by far. And we looked ugly. <laughs> we looked, a lot of people didn't even expect us to get in the nineties. The fact that we had ninety five points is is surprising, which is really bad. And you wonder like why? Where are we going to get offense from? Because you know our three young guys they played all right. Lonzo didn't score big, but he did some good things on the stat sheet. I mean, we had twenty plus from Ingram and Kuzma. Problem is after that, Josh Hart's inconsistent. Michael Beasley, honestly, I don't know. Some days he looks great. Some days he just looks like like nothing. And we don't. After that, I mean. But besides Hart, Beasley, and like KCP, we randomly get offense from play, places. Like every now and then, you know, Zubac or JaVale will have a good game. Um, Lance will have a good game. These guys are inconsistent. We got these, we have this mix of young guys and veterans that maybe have a balance. And a lot of the times it just looks like we have, we're just stuck uh, offensively. And, you know, it's praising Lakers defense, but we got to play better. We got to play better on defense too because. These past couple game, past couple games with these struggles, we look lack today's goal. Guys do look like they don't even want to be there. Guys hanging their heads, not even like putting an effort. That's one thing. If there's one thing that bothers me, and I've always been the same way, is if you don't don't if you don't give effort, why are you on the floor? Um, I was looking at a post game interview, which kind of brings me into my next point uh, of Luke Walton. A couple of things are asking him. Luke said in the interview that um, that we were, they were addressing. Uh, if you watch these games, a lot of time we, we start we start the games down big, and we have to fight back. And just sometimes it's just not enough. Like we can't keep allowing teams to put up ridiculous amounts of points to us in the first quarter, which kind of speaks to who we're starting the game with. And Luke Walton said in an interview, someone addressed that that there might have to be some lineup changes. And for me, the thing I talked about was that 
I don't like changing the lineup too much at all the time because I feel like we've changed our lineup all season. And of course, you got to do that with injuries sometimes, but we've changed it a lot and inconsistently in the lineup just like creates, you know, you know, strife and chaos and we can't have consistency. But at the same time, I agree. We can't keep starting games down like this. We start games down with teams putting 30 points on us in the first quarter. We have to fight back. You know, I saw you saw that with the Knicks. You saw this game, the, the Cavs. Like, obviously, someone's going to have to start doing some different things because also, and not just changing lineups, we may need to start like playing some guys, like seeing where we can get some offense from. Uh, because whatever we're doing now is not working. I mean, I know we we don't have LeBron or Rondo to initiate some offense, but we got to get it from somewhere. We can't just fall flat on our face. I mean, that the problem is. I mean, I know who who else are we going to play at this point? I mean, who are we going to put in? I mean, we put in Alex Caruso. I mean, maybe he can shoot a little bit. I mean, maybe give Sfee some time. Sfee was a good. He was a good player in college. He can spread the floor, but as a rookie. Um, other than that, guys who can create some offense, I mean, we get some, we get some, every now and then we get some good, you know, minutes from Michael Beasley. Um, maybe play him more. Maybe they'll start him in the starting lineup. Uh, maybe see what he, maybe see what he brings. Um, other than that, I don't really know. Cause you look through this lineup, I mean, we're going to play Isaac Bonga. He didn't do much. I mean, Mo Wagner, we haven't seen much of him this season. Maybe try, I mean, you can try, but we're going to try things now. That's another thing. We're still, we're still in the playoff hunt. Um, LeBron's still going to be out for, we've had, we, he's missed the last 10 games. He's still going to, he's still going to miss a couple other ones. He's not being evaluated again until January 16th. So we know we're at, we know we're not going to have him for a little bit. It's just a couple things going wrong. Now we have to, a couple things we have to fix. We have to get offense from somewhere. We have to keep up the defensive intensity. We have to start strong so we don't have to come back and fight our way back and lose stinkers like this one to the Cavs. We just can't, we can't hit anything. Lakers couldn't. Lakers could not hit a thing right now. And this last this last game, it was uh, it was bad. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think Luke has to kind of make a decision because you looked at um, they had there's a video that came out. Rob Palenka, our GM, just was pacing back in the back in the Lakers locker room, just not looking happy. Because I mean, who would be? You give that kind of effort. That's another thing. Another one we gotta give. Gotta give effort. And you wonder, are these guys getting down on themselves? Now, another question they asked, and I completely agree. This is not like my mentality. Ask, ask Luke, what was the frustration level in the locker room? And he said, I hope it's high. I hope so, too. Somebody better get angry. Get angry start playing like you have some respect for yourself. Because this effort they're giving now, not going to get it done. And just because LeBron's out, doesn't mean you have to play. Because we got a hard road ahead of us, and... We got to keep it up because which is going to kind of just take us to kind of the end of the show here. I just want to talk about a few things. That was that was pretty much what we're going through right now and what we're going to have to deal with. So a lot of things the Lakers got to figure out, a lot of holes. Let's take a look because um, we, we take a look at the week ahead. We got a, we got a rough go of things. We got a rough go of things the week ahead. Let's, um, let's see if we can get it done. The next game. Tuesday night, the Bulls. I'm, you know, I've been saying I keep, I keep telling people, oh, that's a winnable game, and you know, at this point, the Cavs, the Cavs should have been a a, a, a easy dub. I didn't want to say easy dub, but it's just because you got to respect any team. But that should have been a W. The Bulls, another one of the team, no, 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 another one of the league's lower teams. We have to get that one. We can't even afford. We cannot afford not to win. So we, we really can't afford it. 
So there's three games upcoming. We had the Bulls first. Um, the next two, uh, the next two are tough. The next two are really tough. We gotta have to play the Thunder on Thursday, and then the Red Hot Rockets and the and and the Red Hot James Harden on Saturday, and that's a tough one. You know, that's two. That's that's one game that should be winnable. Two super tough games, and we're gonna play them both. Without, we're gonna play them all without LeBron James. Um, so. That's a tough go with things. Lakers have a lot to figure out. Um, Luke Walton said we should expect some, maybe expect some lineup changes on Tuesday. Let's see what he has in mind. Um, hopefully, let's hope for the best and still got to cheer on our Lakers. Okay, guys, keep your heads up. It's a long season. We got a long way to go. No worries. And guys, this has been episode eight of LA Confidential. I really appreciate you guys joining me uh, again. We're gonna keep it up. Um, expecting that, uh, expecting the um, more guests uh, in the coming weeks. It's just been me lately. We're gonna get back to the um, get back to have some more discussions later, maybe with some other guys, get some other points of view on this. Um, but for now, it'll be me. I'll keep you posted. Stay strong, Laker. Stay strong, Laker faithful. Uh, no worries. And guess what? I'll see you next week. Thank you again. This has been LA Confidential episode eight. Peace.